welcome to the Discipleship on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Ryan. This is episode 30. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I kind of wanted to address uh, men. And uh, the title of this podcast is Abdicating Your Manliness. And men, they re- we really need to be strong and courageous as we take on the privilege that has been given to us by God. I said that right. We, we are privileged to be men. I mean, God has given us that uh, right and that, um, that authority. And oftentimes men abdicate that manliness that they have because they're, they're, they're weenies. They don't have a backbone. Uh, they just, they're, they're not really uh, standing, where, you know, standing firm in the Lord. And, you know, so when it comes to, uh, to men, I mean, on one level, I think it's obvious, maybe not, but men, we're, we're not standalone authority. It's not like we get to, you know, do and say whatever we want to do and order people around. Like, that's, that's not godly uh, leadership. Uh, for a, a husband that is godly um, will be humble, he'll be growing, he'll, he'll want to actually uh, be intentional, uh, he'll want to uh, build that relationship, he'll want to sacrifice specifically for his wife and children. And so for a, when a husband is not interested in, uh, in doing those things, that's a major problem. You are no longer able to say that you are a privileged man. You are a despicable man. And we all have areas where we need to grow. And I think the, the thing that people need to think about, especially men, what you need to be thinking about is not where you have failed, but what are you doing to take responsibility, to take the initiative, to get after growing in a way that pleases the Lord and is a benefit to a profit to your family. I mean, your, your wife and your children need a godly and growing husband and a father. So oftentimes, you know, you know, men need to remember that, you know, we're, we're actually called to, to be submitted to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, every area of our marriage belongs to him and we are to be good stewards. And, and oftentimes I really do think that part of the issue with men is that sometimes they're just, they don't really take uh, responsibility and learning how to communicate, learning how to understand their wives. Um, you know, learning how to to not be soft and and to know what they want for their family and be willing to pay the price to lead their family in that way. Uh, anytime uh, a, a, a husband allows their wife to lead, um, you know, and does not actually interject and do something, it is is he's really you know part of our problem in our culture and our society is that the family has broken down. Men are uh, husbands and fathers are not doing what they are called by God to do, and are not taking responsibility of the privilege that they have. I mean, it, it is a privilege to be a husband and a father, and so to be in that role, like you know, when something's going wrong or there's an issue, like it's not you know, it's not something that where you can just you, you run away, um, you you just you ignore it. Like you know what you you take you take uh, you take it by your, you know, the problem and you just, you take responsibility. You figure out what you need to do to lead better, to be growing, you know, and, and oftentimes, especially for me, like when I'm working through situations or problems, like my, my wife's involved, we're, we're having discussions, but I mean, at the end of the day, we're not trying to be a nice guy where we just, 
you know what, we don't want to really ruffle the feathers or rock the boat. So, you know, we're just going to let her, we're going to let things go the way that our wife wants it to go. Uh, we're not going to push her or challenge her because like, you know, that may mean that, uh, that they'll have an attitude. Uh, maybe we won't have sex. I mean, who knows what the excuse is, but no matter what, you, you, you're just, it's pathetic to actually not take, you know, because your wife actually wants you to, to step up and lead. And we, we have that responsibility to do that. So, um, you know, I think that, you know, if men um, would lead, you know, and you know, kind of understand where things are and where they're going, uh, I don't think that we're going to have a lot of problems. Um, I just think that, you know, and women, uh, for those wives out there, like you are abdicating your role and your blessing as a, as a wife when you try to, to lead and try to steer things the way that you want them to go or to, to go and try to protect your husband. Your husband doesn't need somebody to protect him. He needs a wife who's willing to let him fall so that way he can learn and get, get back up and actually grow and learn to lead his family in a, in a good way. Uh, I'm very thankful my wife did that. I, I don't remember when, but um, it was a while ago. She was discipling with a, an older lady and she just at some point decided I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let my husband lead no matter what and like it was on my shoulders like the, I felt the load I, I, I in my shoulders understood that man this is on me like whether we make it or don't like it's it's my responsibility uh, because men you are more responsible than than the wife like it's not um, it doesn't matter if, if there's something going on, if there's, you know, if, if your wife is acting uh, in, in a way that is not godly or is sinful, like it's your responsibility to be leading her out of that. Like, you know, it's not like, oh, it's not on me. Like, no, you're actually going to be held accountable if you don't take responsibility. And so, like, that's why you need to start leading yourself first. Like, you, as men, you need to have self-control. You need to have a backbone. You need to know when to say no and how to be strong in terms of leading yourself in, in, the, in this world and to understand that your priority is to be, uh, is to be worshiping God, um, loving your wife, and uh, raising your, your kids and, and being the, the, the crux of that where like you are taking responsibility. It doesn't mean that you know, your wife or, or the mother can't be you know, nurturing and doing things to help, help you know, in terms of raising the children in the fair instruction of the Lord. No, but it does mean that you know, you you know the pulse. You actually know where things are. You know where they're going and you're taking dominion over your household. It's like not on my watch. Um, I just, I think that, um, you know, some of the things that are missing in terms of uh, uh, men is, you know, they could do a better job of understanding their, their wives and you know, their concerns, where they are physically, spiritually, mentally. Um, I mean, I've seen some great examples of this in my own church where I've just been thankful to see men who actually come alongside of their wives and they're doing these things. And it's like, it's helping me grow in terms of like, you know, learning from them. You know, maybe that, you know, obviously my wife's a little different, but still uh, watching somebody do it, see it lived out, practiced, uh, you know, it, it helps me. It encourages me. And I try to do the same thing. Like I'm always trying to, I'm studying my wife, like understanding her. Like I want, I, I actually want to know I want to be able to anticipate how to lead her or how to step up 
you know, in situations and, and when I do study her and I know her and I, and, and I live with her in an understanding way, it, oftentimes it's actually easier. Uh, I've already done the work. I know my wife so well to where I know this is what she would do in this situation or that situation. And if I don't know, I ask her, I was like, Hey, how come you did it this way? Or how come you were doing it like that? Or just having a conversation, you know, it's just like trying to understand. So, I mean, as, as husbands, you know, we can't, we, we can't be living in a way to where we're trying to please our wives and we want them always happy and we're not willing to, to, to disrupt um, things for the sake of growth. Uh, because, you know, holiness is not easy. Like, if we're going to get after holiness, it actually means that we're going to need to be doing things that are a little counter uh, counteractive to, like, the, the way our hearts normally go. We're, you know, our hearts were, are bent for disobedience. They're, they're bent towards... Uh, wanting to be self-pleasing and to not taking responsibility and so you know God actually when he saves us he gives us a heart that's that's different that actually has the capacity to honor him to worship him and to take responsibility I mean we need to be always praying in the spirit for for strength for courage for wisdom we have, we have the Bible we have godly men I mean that's the other thing too like you <clears throat> men need to be actually having fellowship and doing manly things with other men like you know go i understand sometimes people get really weird about like oh i just don't want to be you know I, I don't have time to go hang out with the with the bros well you need to make time and that's something that you're i think any godly wife would love to see is that her husband's going hanging out with other men you know rubbing shoulders uh, especially if they're godly and growing because that's just going to have an impact on him and his leadership in a home and any wife that loves the Lord is going to want that now granted it, it can't consume the time meaning if you're always giving you know your way yourself away to hanging out with the guys and you know just long hours and having a whole lot of fun and but that's not impacting your home well that's that is a problem um, wives don't want that uh, they want you to be rubbing shoulders in a way that actually impacts your home to where you are getting after better at your home. And that these people are having that kind of impact on your life. You know, it's like, let, let it be evident. And so, and in regards to uh, parenting, I think that uh, the main thing that parents, fathers need to consider is, is how are they taking, uh, uh, in uh, being intentional with their kids, being present, being active, you know, actually being being the main source of making sure that they're being led, you know, they're being instructed, they're, they're being taught, you know, the scriptures, um, memorizing those things, talking about them, meditating on them, having conversations about the heart and life. And so I think fathers, I, I learned this when I was actually doing a ministry called Hand in Hand. Uh, I never realized how much uh, influence uh, fathers have. They have so much more influence that it's beyond measure. I mean, when a father is actually present, active, loving, loving his wife and, and shepherding the, the family, like the kids are, are, they pay attention. They want to obey. They want to show that, that they are loyal to, to their family. And actually, oftentimes, even when the parents aren't there, they actually are more loyal than you would ever realize. And that was kind of surprising to me. Um, but, you know, um, it's not the wife's or the mother's job to, to be disciplining and to be you know taking the bulk of all the work like you know fathers have got to find a way to be involved I mean I often think like you you don't punch the clock as a man 
until you get home. That's when your real work is actually starting. And, and in fact, it's so your your home life is so important that it actually qualifies you or disqualifies you for ministry. Like you know, if you are if your household is a wreck, if your if your marriage is, is falling apart, if your kids are uh, just unruly and disobedient, well you're actually not fit for the ministry because if you can't lead your own home, then you're not qualified to actually lead God's people. So um, these things matter. But men, you've got to get a backbone when it comes to leading your family, with especially your wives, and leading your children. You know, do not abdicate your manliness because you are lazy and you're not wanting to take responsibility. It's your job to, to lead, to take the initiative, to, to continue to grow and build that relationship and to sacrifice for the family. You first. Like if somebody needs to be tired, it's you. You know, and, and, and the more that you learn to work hard and to cultivate those godly habits, uh, the more that it's actually going to have a positive impact on your home. Like, I mean, if there's sin in your life, deal with it. Repent, confess of that. You know, get, get right with the Lord and, uh, and start trying to practice that daily so that way you can be, uh, you know, making an impact in your home. Uh, you know, because a, a, a man that is not taking responsibility, who's not taking the initiative, like, you, you don't, you're not really, there's no blessing there. God wants to bless um, husbands in their, with their home. But you, you got to actually pray for, for grace and get after it. Like, it's not about just sitting on the, the couch watching uh, as much Netflix as you can and asking the Lord to, to change and impact your home. No, actually, the, the idea is, See a need, see where things are, know where, know the pulse of your family. Where are things at with in your marriage, your parenting? Where do you need to actually get after working more and uh, and just to be cultivating, sowing, planting, watering? You know, it's every day, all day, twenty four seven. Let's get some. You know, and pray, and then go get to work. Like you know, uh, trust that the Lord is going to work through what you're doing, whether you fail or not. And if you do fail, you sin. You know, you, you, you some things don't go right. Well, just your, your family needs to see you uh, repenting and confessing that in a godly and growing way. So show them. Like, you know, if you get irritated, make it that right. If you have tone, make it right. Whatever doesn't please the Lord, deal with it and continue to move forward. And uh, I pray that you are not abdicating your manliness. And if you are, you know what? Find some people to talk to. Uh, to, to be growing and to be uh, to be getting better. We're here that we should be sharpening one another. So if you're not, that's a problem too. But until next time, be godly and growing.